Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 23. Today, Penny and I are going to discuss research trips. But first, we have some other things to talk about, like wine and books. Right. So Amy and I have decided to sign up for a wine tasting event once a month. Kelsey Breeze on that one. <laughs> um, so, it, and our first one was really good. We went uh, to this little shop here in Tampa, a little wine shop. And it's called this, can we, I guess we can, yeah, we can talk about it. It's the Seminole Heights uh, Wine Bar. Yeah. And they had a sommelier there who was um, going over. So I guess they have a different one every month or somebody new comes in. I'm not really sure. We've only mm-hmm. been there once. But they were doing um, wines from the south of France. From and, the Languedoc region. Yeah. Yes. And I had just come back from France, not that region. but So it was mm-hmm. really fun for me. And um, one of our favorites that we both took a bottle home was the Chardonnay by Gerard Bertrand. It is a reserve, um, and it was made with organic grapes, and it's a 2015. And learn something new, because, you know, we just like to drink wine, and we know what we like, but we're not, you know, um, super knowledgeable in wine, but did learn the difference between the southern French Chardonnays and Napa Chardonnays, and... Um, and I thought it was so true because I am not a big Chardonnay fan mm-hmm. because I think they're a little too rich or creamy and buttery, mm-hmm. which is how mm-hmm. our sommelier described them. Right. And the Chardonnays from the south of France are not like that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. more light and crisp mm-hmm. and yeah. so good. Right. They're Just not too light, them. but they're, yeah, yeah. He, he described it between a combination of an in-between between the California Chardonnays, which are, have that really mm-hmm. heavy flavor, mm-hmm. and the lighter um, uh, Burgundy Chardonnays mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. France. So, um, yeah, it was, it really, was really good. They're really good, yeah. And I actually went to the wine store here in Tampa and found a couple other bottles of different um uh, different vineyards from the Languedoc region, which is not a region that you really hear about too much uh-huh. when you're talking about uh, France. So, and they were very, very good. So, yeah. definitely recommend checking out the that region. So, yeah, yeah. We're finding a place that does some wine tasting and learn some new, um, absolutely some new wines. right. Still not a red fan just yet. They were okay, but good whites, and they had a, a bubbly, bubbly. Well, yeah, we, I, I, yeah, the, the reds were okay, but um, I think I'm looking forward to next month. I think they're going to do Italian wine, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, so we're going to put that one on our uh, website? We the, will. Okay. And next, um, probably while drinking wine, we both read the latest book, by Nathan Dillon Goodwin, yes. The Missing Man. Yes, so good. Well, we love all of his books. We do. But this particular book dealt with the conclusion of the search for um, Morton Ferrier's father, yes. biological father. Because yes. as, as you know, you've read all of the books, he's looking for his biological father in, in each one of the it's um, a kind of a background story, exactly. even though he's working on another yeah. case. There's always this mystery about his dad. Yeah. 
Yes. So finally, we get the conclusion to that yes. mystery. All in itself. All in, in this, itself. In this yeah. book. Yeah. So, so it, was, it was nice. And it's a shorter book. It's a shorter book. It's mm-hmm. just focused on that particular um, research project for him. So there's mm-hmm. no other story mm-hmm. line going on too much other than that yes. one. So. And it takes place in Boston. So yeah. he comes over to, in, to the States. Not so. in England. Yeah. yeah. They got married. They're on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how sweet that his wife let him come pick the honeymoon to come to Boston and do research. Right. <laughs> right. Like, is that the perfect genealogy spouse or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many of those there are out there that would do that, but um, but yes, it was very good. And if you haven't read any of his um, books yet, Nathan Dillon Goodwin's books, um, they are so good. You should really try one. Absolutely, because he's he's got good um, methodologies in mm-hmm. his books. They're um, totally engaging mm-hmm. and great mysteries with historical settings, and um, they're totally page turners. So yeah. yeah, once you start, you can't put it down. So, yeah. um, and I like it how the he I get them first, so that yes, I get they, come to they come to me first. So yeah, I like that. I have to wait, <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth the wait. It's worth the wait. They're so good. Okay. All right, so research trips. Research trips. You just came back from a research trip. I, well, it wasn't really a research trip, but I included research on the trip. True, true, true. And then I'm about to embark on a research trip, so we thought this was a very good Certainly, topic. certainly. Yeah. So I went, um, my husband and I went with my parents to uh, France, to the Alsace region, where my grandmother was born. She was born in a little town called saint marie mean and my son, who was in Paris for a semester at grad school, um, met us over there. So he had a little spring break. And our trip was really to go and hang out with him and kind of show him the area where his great-grandmother was from. So we spent a lot of time touring some great little towns, so beautiful, drank a lot of wine. Um, and we went to St. Marie, I mean, really, I mean, this is my, my bad, poor genealogist, poor, you know, poor research skills, everything. We kind of went there and I, I had addresses in, in my files, but I didn't really print them off and bring them. So we had, a, <laughs> we had a photo, but, but in, in the end, it turns out mm-hmm. this is, this will give everyone hope to, <laughs> to be able to go with very little and mm-hmm. find something. Okay, so what was your, what was the objective here? We had a photo mm-hmm. of my um, grandmother's two brothers when they were little. She wasn't even born yet. And her parents sitting in front of their home mm-hmm. on, this, on this street all doing a cheers uh, thing with some beer. It was the mm-hmm. two parents mm-hmm. and the, two, or the mom and dad and the, and the mm-hmm. two boys. And we wanted to find that location to okay. see where their house right. was. Mm-hmm. My mother said she had been there before. Um, with her mom, they went back back in the early eighties or mm-hmm. mid eighties, okay. and um, has a picture of my mm-hmm. grandmother in front of that house. Mm-hmm. But you know, we pull up into town, and mm-hmm. we're just like, "Huh? Well, where do you think it is, mom?" And of course, she can't remember. <laughs> right. We're walking around; we have no idea. All we have is the photo, okay? The old photo, not no, even ad- the one with my grandmother. No address. Th- this is. Um, it had an. It had, no, there was no address in the photo. Oh, so we were. Um, you know, and here again, had I been, you know, knowledgeable of my, and, and I had internet access, I could have pulled up my mm-hmm. stuff on my phone. But, mm-hmm. uh, so we headed over to the town hall mm-hmm. and, uh, walked in. Luckily my son, uh, speaks very well, good, very good French. So, 
um, he talked to the guy in the front and he said, well, he couldn't help us, but he thought he knew somebody that could. So we waited a few minutes and this, um, lovely man, David came out and he looked at the picture and he's like, Oh yeah, follow me. <laughs> he recognized it right away. Right away. Oh I, my don't, God. I don't know how, but, but before we went, he said, is there anything? He said, come back to my office. Mm-hmm. And we went back in there and he said, is there anything else you need? Mm -hmm. Well, hello. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's tons of stuff I Mm -hmm. need, but I did not plan for that at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. But I did know of one uh, person and a a date, a Mm -hmm. death date that Mm -hmm. I was looking for. Um, And he turned around and we all followed his head as he turned towards the wall of every record book, you know, in his office, walled of record books. And he pulled one off the shelf and we started going through uh-huh. and they looked just like the records that I have some copies of here, but, um, couldn't find, um, my ancestor in it at that oh. point. But I thought, uh-huh. Oh my gosh, can I just stay here and I go bet. through these books? I bet. And, course I couldn't but anyway then we trailed off and mm-hmm. down the couple roads and we were at mm-hmm. the house and it was exactly like it was in the picture the mm-hmm. same lamppost was still there so we took a picture of us standing yeah right about where they were standing and the pictures are amazing yeah we need to put them on the website so people can see yeah the, can the conscious thing because it was that. just like that's it's exactly yeah. the, the place so yeah, had we not really stopped cool. in and asked for some help you know we wouldn't right. have found right. that and um um, I did, um, when we went to lunch, uh, there was Wi-Fi at the lunch place and mm-hmm. I pulled up and found another address in there and we were able to look on a map and find that one ourselves and mm-hmm. found a second house of some oh, other cool. ancestors Good. that lived there. Yeah, so, we, yeah. you know, it was like last minute uh-huh. research, not uh-huh. well planned, but at least we, uh-huh. you know, got a couple things done and it was probably good for having my whole family there cause they could have cared less to stay in an right. office and looked up yeah, records. That right. would have been that wasn't the purpose of the trip. That wasn't the purpose right. of the trip, and they would have been bored mm-hmm. to tears. Yeah. So that would have to be another right. trip that I would go. Right. Although this this wonderful man, David, said, you know, email me what you want. Of course, he only speaks French. Um, and I, so I'm in the process of putting together names and dates and documents that I would like to have copies of. And I will send So you, you made email. a great contact, mm-hmm. and you know what repository yes. now you need to, to do to yes. be able to do your research. Now, in this region, you ran across the issue of this region went back and forth between, yes. between France and Germany. So you've got German... Records in German and records, records in, French. in French. So yes. how is that an issue? And well, it, I think it's a huge issue because it might not be an issue to them over there, but to me, even, um, well, let's go back to the addresses. When I was able to pull up the address we were mm-hmm. looking for, it was in German and so not what it is today. So you've, I've got entirely different um, addresses listed depending on when the people were living there. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out, uh, one is on a Rue de Guerre, which is the, you know, the... The train. The train. Mm-hmm. Right, the road to the train. Well, mm-hmm. there's no train in this town. There's no train train. Not now. I mean, okay. there may have been back then, mm-hmm. but there's no street, when you look at a map, that equates to um, the station or mm-hmm. the train or anything mm-hmm. like that. So that, that'll that be another question for David when I send mm-hmm. my list in. Like, what right. was this street renamed right. to or what was it before? Mm-hmm. So maybe getting, finding a copy of a German map mm-hmm. of the city would be, during, will, that, time during that time period would be mm-hmm. very helpful to you as well. Certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly. So what did you learn from, I mean, now this wasn't a research trip and you weren't really planning on doing research, but if you were to go back, what would you, how would you plan for that? Ah, 
That's a good question. <laughs> I would plan well in advance. Mm-hmm. I would make sure I had contact with uh, David that mm-hmm. I was going to be coming and yeah. schedule a time or a mm-hmm. day or whatever that yeah. I could um, go through things. I would also ask him because I know some of the ancestors were from uh, surrounding towns or mm-hmm. villages. Mm-hmm. If he had a contact there that would be willing to help me that I could pre-set up. That's a good point. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. a visit there mm-hmm. into their offices. Mm-hmm. I would have all my dates Mm-hmm. Print it out. Not mm-hmm. just, I'm not going to rely on yeah. Wi-Fi because you just can't over there unless you're paying a lot of money for it. But, um, you know, all the people, all the dates, do mm-hmm. as much research as I can online. Like mm-hmm. I said, some of the records are online, and I would try to pull off everything mm-hmm. I could there first so I'm not doing double mm-hmm. work that mm-hmm. I didn't need to waste time on. Right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the, that's a, a, a big issue that we need to talk about is um, technology versus paper and pencil. Mm-hmm. And you really have to understand the repository of where you're going as to what you can use. Mm -hmm. For instance, um, when you're researching the National Archives, they don't let you take paper or pencil or anything in if you're looking at documents. They will provide you with paper and a pencil when you get up there. But you can take an iPad or you might be able to take a computer up there. I had my iPad at the time. So in that case, and there's Wi-Fi available, Mm -hmm. so I could pull up my tree on my iPad and have that available to me but in other locations you can't take the electronics Mm. and you have to rely on um paper and pencil right so you know especially some if you're going to a county courthouse sometimes they i had them um not allow me to to bring in a a little charger that i had like a uh, a little booster for okay. uh, my computer in case the battery went low. They would not let me take that into the courthouse at all. Interesting. They had to, they held it for me and they gave it to me later on. So you really have to know what the security issues are right. at these different locations. And can you take you a picture of the document? Can you take a picture? Right. Sometimes they can't. Or... Right. Yeah. yeah. So what are what are all those variables? And is Wi-Fi available? So yeah. I've also found that to be an issue when I'm in a in a courthouse. Let's say I don't have Wi-Fi. So I don't have right. access to my stuff. So right. then you need the backup paperwork. So, right. yeah, yeah, you've got to kind of be prepared for both situations. And, well, let's, and before we get into like what to pack and stuff, mm-hmm. um, let's start with your trip. You've got one coming up that is specifically for research. It is. It's a specific research trip. Um, and I have already contacted all the repositories. To make sure that when that they're going to be there, that they're going to be open, and what days they're open, um, especially if it's like a, a, a county historical society, this one particular um, repository I'm going to, it's a historical association. They're only open on Tuesdays and Thursdays between ten oh. and ten and three. That'd be good to know. So yeah, so <laughs> you've got to know when when you can you know. So you got to kind of plan around that. You know, when's the library open? When the courthouse is open? Um, in some counties, I have found if you go to the library, if they have a good genealogy library, or even some courthouses, they will give you a list of all the genealogical documents and where you can find them. Oh. So in this case, I'm going to Virginia. So they give me a list. There's a list of these documents. Where they have like the courthouse, the library, the historical society, the Virginia um, Library of Virginia and the Virginia Historical Society. Okay. And then it's just it's a complete sort of matrix of what documents you can find oh, where. Fantastic. Is it indexes or is it rig- original documents, those types of things. So that's really a great tool. I also found that um, helpful in um, Kentucky. When I was researching in Kentucky, These um, it's like sort of a three-county area, and they tell you what's available in, in which county, in, in the courthouse, mm-hmm. the Kentucky 
library, that type of thing. So that's helpful to plan everything out. But um, especially if you're going to a state library, you might want to call ahead and tell them this: these are the documents that I'm looking for so they can pull them ahead of time. Because sometimes it takes them a day or several hours to pull the documents. You know, you have to put the request in and then you have to wait. So if they have that request ahead of time, when you get there, you can start researching right Good away. tip. Yeah. Good tip. So, um, but the most important thing is to already have done as much research as you can before you go. Because these librarians and the people who work there are so helpful and they want to be helpful. But if you just go and say, I'm researching my ancestor, John Smith, can you show me everything you have on him? You know? It's, <laughs> they're not going to be happy with that. Right. <laughs> so you need to show that you're, that you know what you're talking about and mm-hmm. you have dates and you have information already. Right. So These that, are the documents I already have. This is what exactly. I'm looking for specifically. Right. Yeah. So make out that list ahead of time mm-hmm. of the documents that you hope to find and then make a list of all of the, the, um, types of documents that you're going to be researching. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my research log and I'm going to put in everything I'm going to be looking for, you know, the deed books, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to put in my court orders, you know, everything I'm going to Mm -hmm. do at the courthouse, I'm going to make a list so I don't forget to make sure that I look, check something. Excellent point. And then same thing with um, the Library of Virginia. These are all the documents. These are all the things I want to look at while I'm there. And then just put in the date and fill the date and fill in what you have found right. once you get there. So make those lists ahead of time so you know exactly what you're looking for and then you don't miss out on anything. Yes. Um, and don't ever think that, oh, I'll remember this because you never will. No. No. <laughs> well, and you're going to find things that will lead you off in a different direction. Yes. And you need to make sure that you come back. Right. To the focus of this research right. This is what I'm here to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's it's going to be, especially if you have different family lines in that same area, all of a sudden you're going to find information on a different family line and you're going to want to take off on that. Yeah. And you have to stay focused because you're time constrained. Yes. And you have to stay focused on this research project. Make notes so you can go back later and right. do another research. And that might be to. something you could ask the librarian Ex- to pull and just send to you or, a good or point. something. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you know that information is there, yeah. you can ask for a copy. And um, they, you know, for a fee, a small, and it's usually sure. a small, small fee for copy fee. Yeah. They'll be able to send that to you. But yeah, so definitely contact the repositories at least two weeks in advance to make sure that everybody's going to be there. That the right people are going to be there, like you said. You know, your friend Davi. Now you know his mm-hmm. name, but mm-hmm. he also knows people. Right. Right. That mm-hmm. he can contact in these different areas. And I would, I would throw in here too, mm-hmm. just as a backup in, um, to maybe contact a professional genealogist in the area mm-hmm. and just say, Hey, yeah. you know, I'm going to be up there. I don't know, you know, find somebody who's got maybe some free time in their schedule. You might not need them, mm-hmm. but you might. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if you run into a lot of trouble, it might be nice to already have contacted somebody that you can then Absolutely. Uh, communicate with and, mm-hmm. and they could help you for, for a fee, obviously, right. but, um, right. And for an hour of a genealogist yeah. time, it could save you three or four hours mm-hmm. of, you know, searching. So, right. um, you know, I always chuckle at myself. My first time that I went to the national archives in Washington, I was so excited because I thought I was going to look at revolutionary war, um, um, pension, pension files. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> And, um, because the one online, um, wasn't, um, complete. I want, I want to see everything. 
So I walk in and I say, I want to see this person's Revolutionary War pension file. And they said, sure, absolutely. And they took me and they sent me down to a computer and they said, go to fold three. I want to see the document. What? Fold three? What? I could have done this at home. So that was me (laughs) not understanding what was available at the repository. And um, and one of the problems was, because I had already seen everything on fold three, Um, one of the problems was it had not been photographed correctly, so it was very blurry and very hard to read. And so when I explained that to them, hoping that maybe I'll get to see them now, They went to the microfilm and they pulled the microfilm and they put sent me down at the microfilm and I was actually able to get a good copy of the document. Okay. But there's no way that you're going to be looking at the Revolutionary War pension files. Now you can get your hands on the Civil War pension files, and that was so enlightening. I mean, that was just brilliant because there was so much in there that, um, particularly this this one particular Civil War. Uh, man that uh, I was a uh, veteran that I was researching he had actually fought for the Confederacy and then he had switched and, and fought for the North so they had his pension file because from, he tried to get a pension from the government for his um, union service oh. and he got turned down but there's all these letters back and mm-hmm. forth him trying to prove things and statements affidavits from his family members so that was really really cool that I got yeah. that I finally got to get my hands on something but so understanding what the repository has and what they're going to give you access to right is very important, very important. yeah so and there's you know again do your online research first know exactly right. what you're looking for when you go there right and things to take with you, you should always have a camera or your phone camera, mm-hmm. your laptop or iPad or thumb drive, something, thumb drives for thumb sure. Drives. Yeah. Um, backup batteries if mm-hmm. you need that. Um, another thing to do is pack some, pack some clothes that if you find a cemetery in the area and you're going out into a cemetery, you might not know what kind of cemetery you're going yeah. into. So. I have a good story on that one. Um, I did a research trip to Kentucky and we went to the cemetery and it was up in the woods. I mean, my in-laws knew where it was, but I mean, we had to like four wheel drive it up, you know, into this and then hike through the woods to get to the cemetery. It's very overgrown. Well, I was the only one who had brought my mud boots with me that go up to my knees Uh and everybody got chiggers except for me. Great. So always take your mud boots boot. from Walmart. <laughs> Maybe some you. bug repellent. Definitely right. some bug. Yeah, I yeah. actually I have a cemetery kit that I just keep in my car, um, yeah. and um, or yeah, we or yeah, I take with you. So yeah, um, that was definitely worth it. Those, those boots are worth it. So that just reminded me story. on this trip, I'm going to a cemetery, so I need to take those boots with yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you never know where you know, it is or what the conditions are. You know, it's every cemetery I've been to, they always have red ants. So Ooh, yeah. I guess maybe just in the, uh, yeah. in the south. But. And, yeah, and clothes in general, pack something comfortable because you, yeah. but but not sweatpants mm-hmm. or don't look yeah. tacky. Look presentable. Absolutely, um, yeah. But you, comfortable. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. I think people will will treat you. Um, professionally you know act in, in a um always act in a professional manner and and um be very thankful to the staff there because mm-hmm. um you know some county courthouses the staff is very is not knowledgeable on those old documents that you're looking for and mm-hmm. so you really kind of have to to you know 
convince them that that you do have those documents here someplace and yeah. you know and that might be where a genealogist a local genealogist will be, will helpful, be helpful to you because they may know exactly and be able to communicate that to the county clerk staff you know especially if they're new and younger yes so. absolutely absolutely okay well um so you've done your research trip you come home yeah, this is the and biggest thing that every that we, we fail at so much <clears throat> is we've got all this new stuff that we just found, and it's just going to sit there in a pile now. Right. <laughs> it's overwhelming, I mean, right. all this stuff you found. So, yes, you need to take care of your data, mm-hmm. that all the stuff that you've brought back, and um, especially if you don't have a computer with you um, yeah. on the trip, you should mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, take some time to input everything into mm-hmm. your personal um, program, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. I use Roots Magic. Um, so put it in there. Yeah. Um, and make sure you cite your sources. Cite your sources. Yeah. Absolutely. If you do take a laptop with you, you do take a computer with you, I like to try and sort of analyze what I got um, at the end of the day back in my hotel. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, and I know if you're staying with family or whatever, it can be a little harder to get that alone time. Um, but try and do that as much as you can. And you also need to analyze what you're looking at every day because you may realize that you need to go back and get something else that you didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but for sure, at the end, yes. when you get back home, go through everything you got and write up your research report. Right. Writing hopefully, that research report is very important. Yes. Hopefully you've been putting your input in on your research log as you're mm-hmm. going along. Yeah. yeah. And um, either physically writing it in or if you've got uh, your log on your computer. I keep mine on Evernote. I've got all my mm-hmm. templates for logs mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other thing to do when you get home is be sure and share what you learned with yeah. other family members or groups you have online, mm-hmm. your Facebook groups yeah. for that particular line mm-hmm. of genealogy. Share it. Yeah. You know, I know you spent the money going on the trip and mm-hmm. digging all this up, yeah. but some people will never be able to make that trip. Right. And um, will be most appreciative for yeah. It, genealogy answers. is it's about it's about sharing. It's about family, mm-hmm. and it, it is about sharing. And you might make a contact by sharing that information with, with someone who has information that you don't have. So mm-hmm. um, you you could end up getting. You know, I've known many people who have made those connections because they've shared information, and then they have gotten. A lot in return. Yeah. So, yeah, and you know. you know, you find a cousin that you didn't know existed, and yes. you know. All right. Well, speaking of cousins that you didn't know existed, um, I'm just going to throw this out there because I just found this yesterday, actually, and I thought this was a great tool. Um, Cindy's List, which I think we've mentioned before, is a uh, Cindy's List.com. She's got. She just lists all the places you can do research at, or uh, links to different websites and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she has a bunch of um, really good uh, templates on there for doing genealogical research. And one of them is a uh, called a cousins index. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at that. I'm like, what is that? You know, mm-hmm. first I thought it was, you know, how you generate the are you first cousin once right. kind of thing. That's what I thought it was. But yeah. it is not. Mm-hmm. It is a list. It's a template for a list. Like if you meet a cousin online on Facebook or um, doing your DNA research, I've got a lot mm-hmm. of people that send me things when our DNA matches up. Mm-hmm. You can put their name and email in, where you found them. 
how you're connected, what the family line is, you know, and another, I think there's another place for notes on on whatever. Mm -hmm. So this way you can keep track of all Mm -hmm. these cousins that you're now collecting and remember, easily see, oh, uh, just pull up your Mm -hmm. template and look for their name. Yes. Okay. We're Mm -hmm. in the the Stimmel line and we met through the DNA, um, ancestry DNA thing. Uh, So... I love that. I love that. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. So that's a that's a good one to get, as well as you know your different research logs and templates, of Mm -hmm. which we have some on our website too. These are all these are all really good to use. Yeah, that's important. Tracking the Mm -hmm. living people, Mm -hmm. tracking those sources that you've those connections that you've made. So that's a good that's a good template to use. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Any other tips? I think I think we've for covered research? everything for research. Well, I mean, not everything, and there's a lot out there. Google yeah. it. Google research tips. I mm-hmm. I didn't see any. Um, you know, I was always looking for uh, checklists of mm-hmm. things, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of checklists, but mm-hmm. not like where you have just like bullet dot pack this, pack this, pack this. Not mm-hmm. a packing list. I haven't right. found that yet. Maybe there's one out there, and you all know about it, and you can. Maybe we need to write one. Recommend it, or Amy can write one. Oh really? So, <laughs> I just got volunteered for that. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens when you bring it up. You're that's gonna, true. You're that's true. All right. Well, maybe we will just make one and we'll just put it up um, on our website. Yeah, because I like to have something that I can print off and check as mm-hmm. things are packed in. I yeah. don't need a whole paragraph about why I'm right. packing it. Right. I just yeah. want a checklist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be right. a good one. Okay. So we encourage everybody to plan a trip. Yep, plan a research trip. We we just sat down here just before we started doing this, and we're gonna we're planning a research trip together into yep. Ohio next year, next April, to coincide with, with the OGS. Yes, um, the annual conference, which is the Ohio Genealogical mm-hmm. Society conference. Yeah, so we're gonna right. hit that for a couple of days, not the yeah. whole time, I don't think. And depending on how much research, we and are we also do. challenging each other to put in? Um, we are. Okay, we're so, challenging each other to put in application application for a. Pioneer of some sort for because the, we both have Ohio lines. Yes, so. I have one in there already. I did one. Yeah, but you I, do. Yeah. I can definitely find You're another ahead of one me on that do. one. So, but yeah, and I, should, I should do that. Get our certificate at the conference next year. Okay. So that's our plan. So we have less than a year to plan for it. Yeah. And get all our research done that we need to ahead of time and know where we're going. Right. That's the hard part. Right. <laughs> the easy right. part is just planning the trip. We plan the trip. <laughs> All right. So if you all, if you have any tips or tricks on research um, trips that you've taken, you know, please send them to us. Email us at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. All right. Or you can email us from our website too, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So until next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.